Hello everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And on Mondays, we find hope for healing. We talk about our struggles and challenges that we're facing, and we encourage each other, sharing what we've learned. Always knowing that God is there for us, and He is wanting to help us. We only need to turn to Him. This is our hope and faith journey. Today's episode is, Will He Help You? Will He Help You? And this is among several podcasts during this month relating to multiple thoughts, questions, and struggles that we face while we're in pain. Your pain may be emotional, it may be financial, it may be physical. Why am I placing so much emphasis on this topic? Because I am currently going through and experiencing a season of physical pain. As I work through my own journey, the Lord is giving me things to learn, and I want to share with you what I've learned. During June, I went sightseeing while wearing a heavy crossover purse for an entire day. Afterwards, my neck felt pinched. Seemingly, that problem decreased. And then late in June, while I was walking along, I fell. And with that, I landed on my hands, jarring my shoulders and neck. Seemingly, even that seemed to decrease in pain. But only a week or so after that, I brought my books to an author's vending event, and that entailed bending and twisting and lifting my books out of boxes. In the midst of all that, I'm sure I did not practice appropriate bending and lifting procedures, And my body screamed at me over that, and it's still screaming. Sometimes it's not so bad, but sometimes the pain is excruciating, and I never know which way it may go. Can anyone resonate with that? For me, it's been over five years since I've experienced any kind of pain like this when I had my back surgery. So it was a surprise, an unwelcome surprise. When I had this severe pain that comes with a pinched nerve, and um, shoo, I praise the Lord, He is working with me. Anyway, as I go along this journey, I want to share with you what I've learned. There are many points that I've learned along this painful journey, and I want to share each one of them with you in detail so you can find solace and hope. Did you realize that you should be learning something through every struggle that you have? I can truly say, Lord, help me to learn the lesson in this while I can. Help me to be able to share the lesson that I've learned through this painful season. So far this month, we've addressed three these topics. Can I have patient faith? Is the pain unbearable? And if you missed those, I hope you'll go back and listen or watch those podcasts. This week's topic, as I said, is will he help you? That's kind of questioning whether or not God would care. Well, maybe you're looking at yourself critically saying things like, was I a mistake? I did this and that wrong, so I deserve to struggle. He's not going to help me. Who am I to ask the Lord for help? I'm nobody important. I've turned my back on God, so why should he care about me now? Why would the creator of the universe have pity on a worm like me? Well, have you ever thought or said those things? 
Here are some answers. The first one, was I a mistake? No, you were not a mistake. The Lord created you on purpose. He even knew every thought, every mistake that you would make before you were even born. Psalm 139 in the Amplified Version explains that. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, my entire life, everything I do. You understand my thoughts from afar. For you formed my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. He knit us together in our mother's womb. Then there's Proverbs 21 too. Every man, every man's way is right in his own eyes. But the Lord weighs and examines the hearts uh, for people, for their motives. So God knows what is inside us. And he still loves us. He's still waiting for us to call on him. So who am I to ask the Lord for help? I'm nobody important. Let's look at Matthew 10, verse 30 through 32. But even the very hairs on your head are numbered, for the Father is sovereign and has complete knowledge. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. If you think about it, God is watching over animals, and He loves us more than all that His other creation. We are the ones that He gave free will to. We are the ones that He gives the opportunity for eternity to. So He does care about us. He, he is micromanaging and macromanaging. He knows every hair on each of our heads. And on verse 32, Therefore, the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, that one I will also confess and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. That's what Jesus said. Also, we have Luke 12, verse 24 through 29. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap. They have no storehouse or barn, and yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one hour to your lifespan? So if you are not even able to do a, a very little thing such as that, why would you worry about the rest? You know, consider the lilies and the wildflowers, how they grow in the open field. They neither labor nor spin wool to make clothing. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass of the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, how more, much more will he clothe you? You of little faith. So as for you, do not seek what you will eat or what you will drink. Do not be anxious and have an unsettled mind. You know, with physical pain, emotional pain, there is the opportunity, the invitation, the temptation to worry, to be doubtful, doubtful that you'll ever get better, worried that this is going to go on forever. We don't need to go there. We need to have faith, not fear. Here's the next question. Why would the creator of the universe have pity on a worm like me? What does the Father say to you? And this is essential to me because whew, one time I was very depressed and I didn't feel loved. And I looked at this scripture in my devotionals and it was like God was directly answering me in that moment. And he's directly answering you in this moment. 
Jeremiah 31, 3. The Lord appeared to me, Israel, from ages past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you. God's faithfulness to us. The King of the universe loves us more than anyone else can love us, more than we can love ourselves. He created each one of us deliberately with a purpose. Isaiah 61, 3. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give beauty for ashes, joy instead of mourning, praise instead of heaviness. For God has planted them like strong and graceful oaks for his own glory. For his own glory. <sighs> he created us and he wants to be happy and, and see us doing well. You know, the enemy seeks to kill still kill and destroy but god always has a good plan for each of us he is there to help us there he is there to give us mercy he is always wanting to the best for us psalm 30 verse 5 his anger lasts a moment his favor lasts for life weeping may go through all the night but in the morning there is joy jeremiah 29:11 for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Well, I've turned my back on God, so why should he care about me now? That's the next question. And I did this wrong, and I did that wrong. I deserve this struggle. Well, we all deserve the struggle. We don't deserve anything good. But Jesus came to earth, the Son of God, to suffer on the cross and pay for our sins. What do we need to do in response? All we need to do is to turn to God, repent, believe, and accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's what he's offering out to us. That is love. And then in John 14, 6, it says, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So when a person turns to Jesus in repentance, believing and accepting him as Lord and Savior, what does he do? What does the Lord do? He forgives you. He redeems you. You have salvation in him. Has God ever rescued you or delivered you in your past? Maybe you gave credit to some other person. Maybe you thought it was luck or coincidence. But every good thing comes from the Lord. He deserves our gratitude. If you believe yourself not worthy for his deliverance, you're right. We do not deserve his mercy, but we remedy that when we accept Jesus and then we're covered with the blood of Jesus. Pray to the Lord with a sincere repentance for your failings, your sinful life, your mistakes, your lack of belief. Come to Jesus. He paid the price already, and he arose. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. When you make that change, when your faults are covered by the blood of Jesus, you will not be walking any longer hopeless, undeserving. You will be a loved child of God. You will know yourself as a loved child of God, His beloved. And you will know that good things 
are in store for you. I encourage you now to praise the Lord through everything. Even the hard times, praise the Lord for what He's done for you already and what you know He is going to do for you. Make known your needs for deliverance, for rescue, and redemption. And in all of that, when you have patient faith, knowing that you will not suffer more than you can bear, and you can turn to God, a very present help in any time of trouble, the season of your season of pain is only temporary. Answered prayers are on the way. The Lord, your Creator, loves you more than anyone else can, even more than you love yourself. And keep believing, keep trusting in Jesus, and while you wait for your healing, pray others with other believers with powerful prayers when you pray together, knowing that there's power in prayer, there's power in the blood of Jesus, and there's power through the Holy Spirit. You know, God has more, God has the authority, God has the power, not the enemy. Well, I'm inviting you to pray and recite scriptures regarding healing while you're in this season. And that's what I'm doing. I'm looking up various scriptures about healing, and I recite them, I pray them, I make them into affirmations, and I say them throughout the day, throughout every day. So here are two for today, and I'm giving you two different ones each, each week. Here's the first one. My light shall break forth like the morning, and my healing, my restoration, and the power of a new life shall spring forth speedily. That's in Isaiah 58:8. And here's my favorite. This is what brought me through my back surgery in 2015. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise. Jeremiah 17:14. Let me end this episode with this salutation. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I want to thank you for joining me again on my podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And and this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, where we talk about facing challenges what we've learned through them, and turning to God. Wednesday episodes are Sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We study, um, select verses, and review them. Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner, where I usually talk about one of the books I've written and give you a background or read a passage, but also we're going into other people's books so I can introduce those to you as well. Well, I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome. You can go to the contact page on my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. When you go to my website, you'll see information about my books, my blogs, and podcasts, and also pertinent information or resource material regarding domestic violence. Well, thank you, and God bless.